This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. What's up? And welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. Today, we get to welcome back my wife, Courtney Buck. She's not only my partner in life, but she is also my partner in business. Uh, She's been a student of leadership and learning practically as long as she's been alive. She's one of the smartest people that I know. And today, she dives into the four stages of learning. These stages are cyclical and apply to every aspect of our life and our business. And I'm excited to get started. Here we go. What's up, and welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. This week, I get to hang out with my beautiful wife. Hello, Courtney. Hello. And uh, Courtney is going to walk us through the four stages of learning. As uh, any of us are new at anything, we move from a stage of a beginner to an expert over time or a stage of being completely oblivious to hopefully eventually becoming a master at whatever that pursuit is. So, uh, Courtney, I'm excited for you to kind of just bring some context to these different stages And I'll pass it over to you to take it wherever you want to take it. Cool. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I love talking about learning, um, mostly because I also love to learn (laughs) everything. And I love specifically talking about the four levels of learning or the four stages of learning because they are super applicable and completely unavoidable in every aspect of our life and our business. So As we go through these, we'll probably primarily talk about them in life and in selling, but they also apply very much to the training aspect of our career and the building and leading aspect of our career as well. So level one of learning is you're in this phase of unconscious incompetence. So you kind of don't know what you don't know. So a couple of examples I like to give, uh, one of my favorite video games growing up was Amped 2 (laughs) on the PlayStation 2. And it's a snowboarding game if you aren't familiar with it. Very familiar. But uh, yeah, (laughs) Dylan is very familiar. But um, so for me, growing up in Texas in, (laughs) you know, 85 degrees on Christmas Day and we're playing Amped 2 and, (laughs) you know, with with the kind of tricks that you can do with the X button and the right finger button, (laughs) they're they're pretty impressive. So it just looks way easier than it uh, actually is. is. So um, I would consider that to be an unconscious, incompetent moment. Um, I also, when I was a kid, my uh, my parents read to me a bunch. And, (laughs) well, I I was pretty good at memorizing. And so when I went to pre-K, my uh, my teachers thought I could read uh, because I'd memorized the books with inflection. So I was telling the story as if I was actually reading it. So right. I thought I was this phenom, but my mom wouldn't let anyone tell me I didn't know how to read. So right. I thought I could read at two years old. And anyway, so, but, so those are kind of examples of unconscious incompetence because we don't know what we don't know. And we also don't know that we need this skill. So it's kind of like this blissful, ignorant or blissful ignorance that, you know, we, I would say we experience a lot of times 
prior to sales school or even a little bit during sales school in this career where, you know, maybe you've memorized your sales talk or you've listened to the podcast a bunch or you, I guess you just, you don't know what you don't know and your confidence far exceeds your abilities. And level one is challenging before we really realize it's challenging because we don't really spot the mistakes or the challenges as they're occurring. So some ways to work through level one of that blissful ignorance. One is to do a personal SWOT analysis. So S-W-O-T, which stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So whether you're in sales school or coming right out of sales school, it's important to kind of go through on your own. What are my personal strengths? What are my personal weaknesses? What are my opportunities for improvement or growth? And then what are the threats? And then it's also cool and probably really important to ask for feedback for those things. Maybe ask your field trainer or whoever's working with you um, for what they think your strengths are, your weaknesses are, opportunities and threats, because sometimes they can see your blind spots that you, you can't at that point. And it's also really helpful during level one to understand your learning objectives. A lot of us as achievers, we like to pick a bunch of things at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to just pick one thing at a time. And the big thing too during level one is you want to keep your motivation as high as possible and give yourself and ask for lots of positive feedback. So self-talk is super, super important during phase one, not only because you're laying the foundation in this career, but also because you need the, the encouragement. For sure. And the most important person to give you encouragement is it's you. Is you. So there you go. That's who's there all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. So who's looking at you in the mirror? <laughs> it's fun. So anyway, level two is conscious incompetence. So it's where we level up, but also in some ways feel like we level down because <laughs> confidence for sure dips in this. Um, the example I like to give in life when we think about conscious incompetence, um, I think back to the first time I got behind the wheel of a car <laughs> where, you know, it looked so easy when, when my parents were doing it. And then the first time I'm in charge and I'm not even sure where the blinkers are. <laughs> um, and so you're just, you know, it's, it goes from, there's going to be an element, maybe a fear or it's just this, you quickly realize all of the skills that you need. Um, another example I like to give is, you know, learning to play the guitar if anyone has ever picked up a guitar for the first time, um, you could, even if you have an instructor or someone who's trying to teach you how to pick the frets and strum at the same time, a lot of times, the first few times you do it, even if your fingers are in the right spot and you're doing your best and you're doing what you think is exactly what the person who's teaching you is doing, <laughs> it does not sound the same. It does not sound the same. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, so in this business... You know, level two is that state of awareness where you realize that you need a skill that you may or may not have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, this, again, it, it kind of comes with a loss of confidence. So some tools to work through level two, um, again, is just leaning on a lot of affirmation, mostly with yourself and as much of it as possible and focusing on all the things that you're doing right which is probably more than you'd give yourself credit for naturally. 
Um, it's important to refocus on your controllable metrics. Um, so things like how many people that you talk to, how quickly you were moving between prospects or how closely you're sticking to the sales presentation. And a big thing to keep in mind when you're in level two is to remember that this is a necessary and temporary stage. So unfortunately, we can't really skip <laughs> skip level two. And the, uh, the biggest thing is keep encouraging yourself and ask for as much support as possible. So as you're realizing you're in this phase two and you're realizing that there's a lot more that you don't know, <laughs> definitely ask your field trainer any resources you have. Reach out with as many questions as possible because that's what they're there for. Right. Yeah. Asking as many questions as you have. I mean, if, if you have them, chances are everybody else had them at some point. So don't experience insecurity just because you don't know something. Be willing to ask. Yep. And what we've seen too is the amount of questions that people ask in this phase almost directly correlates with how quickly they get through it. Right. For sure. <laughs> so um, just ask as many questions as you can because that's the best antidote. So moving into level three which is conscious competence. So you are aware of what you need to know. Um, I like to use the example of if you're, you know, you've learned a second language and maybe you're even fluent in another language, but you're still consciously competent. So let's say you learned, you know, Spanish, for instance, you may be able to speak Spanish fluently, but you maybe still think in English, in English, right. <laughs> which is a funny concept to me at least. But, um, and then also, I mean, if you are, if you have any hobbies or sports that you like to play recreationally, like I really don't like to bowl because I'm not very good at it, <laughs> but whether it's bowling or pool or something where you're, maybe you're not an expert at it, but you're, you're, you can hold your own. You have, you're very consciously competent where you can think through every aspect of what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it in every moment. Right. So the symptom, symptoms of this it, are that now you know that you have this skill. Right. And you're still learning, but you're implementing your skills with a lot higher confidence. And this, I think, is kind of the sweet spot because you're very intentional with everything that you do. So the tools for this phase, because it's really easy to get complacent in this phase, is you want to look for as many opportunities to practice regularly and even better is to teach regularly because that keeps you conscious of what you're doing and you're still refining those skills over time. Right. Reminds you of all the things that you had to process and learn in the journey of getting from where you were to where you are. For sure. Absolutely. So I think my opinion is the the best you can stay in level three and help people get to level three because it keeps your mind sharp and in, in where you are. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this, I guess, the most direct way that we could talk about this when it comes to our business is when you take a deep breath before you walk into a business, you go through your approach, somebody gives you an objection, you answer the objection, you get the sit down, you know, you're going through and it's just like textbook, you know, you're doing everything right. And it's not quite sub like it's not quite unconscious, but you're doing the deal exactly how we teach it. Right. Which leads us into level four, which is unconscious competence. So now you almost 
forgot <laughs> what you know. Right. Um, examples of this now are, you know, whether it's yourself as an adult walking or yourself as an adult many years later driving, which is kind of scary sometimes, <laughs> or brushing your teeth. You know, hopefully you're unconsciously competent right. <laughs> brushing your teeth. And it's interesting, you know, as it pertains to our career, you know, sometimes when people are in that stage four in one category for too long, they can be become the least relatable to people that are in stage one, two, and, and even sometimes three. So t- sometimes as if somebody in stage four isn't very intentional about making sure that they're reminding them th- themselves of the things that they learned in the process, then sometimes the person that is in stage three is actually the person that's going to be the best trainer, the most relatable to the person that's in stage two or stage one, and uh, can often help them get to that next level a little bit more efficiently because they're aware or they're very close to and just can relate on a different level to what that person is experiencing in level one or level two. Absolutely. Yeah, because kind of the symptoms of that unconscious competence are almost all your skills are now super effortless in that second nature. Right. And, you know, it's we teeter back and forth because it's not bad to be in this fourth stage or fourth level. Right. You're definitely in that state of mastery. And you can really, you can perform these tasks and make important decisions without conscious effort. It's just really important to stay grounded and do your best to stay conscious about what you're doing and thinking and coaching and training because that's how you can best help people, other people move from levels one to two to three and so on. Right. So some tools for this, I mean, this just leads right in. I mean, of course, keep learning more and keep growing between levels three and four. This is when we're most prone to being complacent. So keep learning, keep growing and stay sharp by teaching your skills to others. And with this, it's really important to challenge yourself too. So whatever has become comfortable in this career, it's that's the time when you know, okay, I need to either level up, I need to learn something new, I need to get outside of my comfort zone. Maybe you've gotten really unconsciously competent in working with small to medium-sized businesses, but then to stay on your toes, maybe you approach a business that you're unfamiliar with or right. scares scary, you a little bit, scares you a little bit, which is right. super important. So in order to combat this phase and combat complacency rather just it's important also to at this time probably spend time with people who are in levels one and two to help remind you of (laughs) what you know and um, and definitely keep using checklists and formal procedures and reread your presentation and every aspect of our career just to stay conscious because it's I would say the other thing that happens in addition to complacency in this career during level four is we deviate from the system or maybe even rely too much on our talent versus on the systems that we have that are super duplicatable. So it's important to stay conscious of those things. For sure. Talent is not duplicatable, but the system is. And as long as you can stay consciously competent in a, a period where you've already become unconsciously competent, then you're able to move those skills from yourself to other people. And, uh, build something that is actually scalable because of the duplicatability. It's not what you can do. It's what you can duplicate. I love it. (laughs) So to kind of recap, so if we kind of walk through levels one, two, three, and four, where we start is we are unconsciously incompetent or we're unconsciously unskilled. We're in that blissfully ignorant state and we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. We go from level one 
to being consciously incompetent (laughs) or consciously unskilled where we are brutally aware of what we don't know. (laughs) Then we level from, from level two to level three where we become consciously competent or consciously skilled where we do know what we do know and we're getting good at it. And then from level three to level four where we become unconsciously competent or unconsciously skilled where we almost forgot what we know how to do so well. So there you have it. Those are the four levels of learning that apply to every aspect of our life and every aspect of our business. And hopefully that will contextualize and kind of tease us up for what Dylan's going to talk about next week when we dive into the concept of mastery. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for sharing, Courtney. Stuff is great. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, baby. have it the four stages of learning so remember that each stage is both temporary and necessary gauge yourself in each area of our business right which stage are you in in regards to selling training recruiting and leading and uh, to zoom in a little bit right what where are you with self-talk where are you in your approach and trial closing questions asking for referrals i encourage you to pick one area of your business today that you may be self-diagnosed as consciously incompetent and do your best to level up in that area. Thankfully, in our career, we have virtually endless opportunities to sharpen our craft and to practice. Go out and intentionally practice that one thing, that one aspect of your business and watch yourself transition into the consciously competent stage of learning. And eventually, you'll become unconsciously competent and it'll be deeper than conscious thought. Trust the process, lean into your controllables, and have a blast. See you next time. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.